welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Coming to you live from the Interaction Media studio in Morgantown, Welcome to Positively West Virginia. I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Today, we're going to visit with Justin Byers, one of the founders of Real X. They're located in Morgantown, West Virginia, and an office in Swickley, Pennsylvania as well. But first, a little bit about our mission here at Positively West Virginia. Every week, we talk with West Virginia business leaders, entrepreneurs, and we share their success stories with people just like you in West Virginia and across the country. When we first started this podcast project back in 2017, one of the things we set out to do was to encourage and inspire our listeners with positive business stories from right here in the Mountain State. To date, we've produced more than 200 episodes, and Positively West Virginia is now a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can learn more about our mission of promoting small business and entrepreneurship in West Virginia at PositivelyWV.com. You know, I get to see so many positive things happening in West Virginia business every day that a lot of people, quite frankly, never get to hear about. So our team at Interaction Media is working to change that with this show and this organization so that people realize you don't have to leave West Virginia to find great business opportunities. They're right here in our state. We want to encourage people to stay here and build great companies and organizations right here in West Virginia. All of our guests are people who are actually getting that done. They're not just talking about it. They're getting it done day in and day out. And I'm convinced we could all learn from their experiences, and most importantly, their stories. Our guest uh, once again today is Justin Byers. He's one of the founders of Real X, located in Morgantown, West Virginia. Justin, thanks for being on the show today, man. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to have you on the podcast to share your story this week. If you don't know, Justin Byers is an experienced entrepreneur with a track record of success across a wide variety of industries and geographic markets. Building on the expertise gained from earning both a BS in accounting and a JD in law from West Virginia University, Justin has founded and led successful businesses across the restaurant, athletic, and oil and gas industries. Justin co-founded RealX to build on his long history of entrepreneurial success and to use the lessons learned from that success to revolutionize how property rights are bought, sold, and leased across the entire United States of America. I invited Justin on the show today to talk about his company, to share his entrepreneurial story, his business story, and to give our audience some valuable insight into the company he co-founded right here in Morgantown. Justin, Take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro and give us a little behind the curtain look into your company. Oh, okay. So first of all, thank you. That was a a great introduction. Um, What you failed to mention is the just dismal failures along the way. (laughs) (laughs) And and there were just as many successes as there are failures. And that's an important thing to remember about entrepreneurship. Um, But you can't be afraid, right? So um, this latest one, RealX, uh, it's a technology company, which is my first time ever down the path of technology. Uh, we, I can turn a computer on and I can do some fun stuff and, and you know, create videos now. But as far as uh, building a system and um, getting it to look or do anything, we have 
it all starts with tech and tech team. So, you know, we started, um, I can tell you, we started in November 29th, 2018. And the reason I know that date is it's my son's birthday. Wow. And my partner, Luke, uh, Luke Glass, who was uh, at an EVP at Realtor.com. So I know in Morgantown, if people know Realtor.com was here. So he was started here and then had to be in San Francisco a lot. And that's where I moved to Swickley is mm-hmm. so that he could fly to San Francisco every week, which he yeah. said was great for a while, but then turned out miserable. And then he retired. Um, somebody he was he was driving back from Florida and the babysitter that he had the the family took actually babysat for my kids. And so she uh, called to wish my son a happy birthday. And I said, hey, Luke, didn't you do something in tech and real estate? I got a really good idea. Hmm. And so that's where it started. Uh, And I have the last 12 years in oil and gas. Um, We do title work. My other company does title work in oil and gas. Hmm. Um, So researching deeds and and going back to patent to make sure the right people own it. Um, But what I saw doing that is that there was just seems like there was a different way of doing business. We saw a lot of inefficiencies in the market. And so we created RealX and RealX is is basically Zillow or Realtor.com if you would think about it but it's for property rights. So if a person owns the surface of a piece of property and they want to put on solar or they want to uh, timber their property or they're interested in wind, they post it on RealX and we have thousands of developers for all different kinds of stuff, minerals, timber, uh, solar, wind, uh, even air rights. We do, um, we do hunting and fishing, uh, kind of everything that goes with a piece of land except for selling the land. And we build a platform that uh, does that, right? So that the two parties can talk to each other and, and uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. That's pretty much RealX now. Uh, yeah, it's been open, the exchange has been open for a year now, a little over a year. So it's been going pretty good. Yeah, that's awesome. So Justin, if you could whittle that down to 30 seconds for your 30 second pitch for RealX, what would you tell people it is you do in 30 seconds? Connectivity, right? So we're here to connect people. Uh, interested parties that that are hard to find each other. Uh, we help them find each other a lot easier. Yeah, that's awesome. Twelve man. seconds. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was going to say eleven point five, but yeah, we'll yeah we'll go with twelve. That that was awesome. That was awesome, man. And so I, I really appreciate that. What would you say is the thing you're most excited about for RealX right now? You know the the growth. The growth has been absolutely amazing uh, in the last three months. Uh, I mean, we have, we went from about 10,000, 20,000 parcels, uh, we're up over a hundred thousand, right? So we're growing a lot and it's, it's going, it's going really good. And we have to hire, which is great. Anytime you have to hire, you know, you're doing a good job. Well, you hope you're doing a good job at least. Yeah, absolutely. And and it sounds like with, uh, I mean, obviously you're a smart guy. You've got your law degree. You've got a degree in accounting. You've been a, a very successful entrepreneur. And and you know that there's a, a fine line between um, getting the work done uh, profitably and then taking that next step. To, you know, when do you make that next hire? When do you make that the, the fifth hire? When do you make that 10th hire, right? That's absolutely true. And, and, you know, the thing that I didn't understand in the tech world is, is in Luke, knows all about is raising money right like i'm always if i don't have the money to pay for it we're just not going to do it well in tech that's not how you do it you go find people with money and and they give you the money and you hire and you do it and it's been really interesting 
Um, you know, obviously we have our own money in it, but we've gone out and raised money. And, and since this is a West Virginia podcast, one of our, um, one of our funders is the West Virginia Jobs Investment Trust. And yeah. they're amazing. Like those people are absolutely amazing. And they're all about West Virginia and all about creating in West Virginia. And then we also are, uh, we have a company called Second Century Ventures, which is the real, uh, which is the investment arm for the National Association of Realtors. So we have some really good backing and from, you know, some really solid people, which is exciting. Yeah, that's, that's very cool. It's, it's interesting. Just yesterday we had, had a, a our, our guest was uh, the, one of the co-founders of Mountaineer Integrated Care, and they're a uh, they're a startup uh, in an area where you know g- getting funding is is not an easy thing either. You know, um, it, they're uh, they're in the medical cannabis industry, which is a brand new industry for West Virginia. You know, and right. I thought that was re- really interesting when he was talking about you know they 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 can't legally go to a bank to get financing because it's still a federally, you know, illegal practice that they're engaged in they're they're doing it through the state and there's some gray area there but i thought that was interesting but access to capital seems to be a a a large um hindrance a lot of times to folks and i agree with you i i'm like grow everybody that i talk with uh, entrepreneurial they you know want to know how i do things and i'm like grow at the speed of cash if you don't have cash you can't afford (laughs) it that's absolutely true that's and, uh, absolutely true. But, but uh, that that's really interesting. Your take there on uh, on financing, especially in the tech tech space. You know, technology companies uh, are really fascinating to me um, because, like you said, you had an idea and you found a guy who's like, yeah, he, he he knows the back end of this, the technology aspect of it. You guys got together and, and now you've got this startup company that's that's seems to be really growing very fast and thriving, and that's that's pretty exciting. I think that's. Uh, you know, I, I think it um, it's it's an inspiration. You know, just to have an idea and, and take it to market. What's the geographic area, of the market, uh, if you will, Justin, that you guys serve? Is it uh, the United States in general, or? Yeah, it's the it's the entire United States. So we actually have stuff in Hawaii and Alaska, which I did not know about until the other day. Um, <laughs> one of the cool parts about our our exchange is it is it kind of lives and breathes on its own now. So a person could come on the exchange and then they could post property that they're. And, you know, we see it come through, but we don't, we're not out there knocking on everybody's door anymore. That's where, you know, it's kind of like, it's gone to that next level. We're not trying to put stuff on anymore. It's just naturally coming on. And so that's really cool too. Yeah. So if I'm, if I'm interested in, in, uh, you know, hunting a a piece of ground in Montana, I could get on there and and, and seek to find somebody who might have ground in this Dakota County or whatever. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so that's what a lot of people do out in the West. Like they have those big farms, so they'll put it on there, and they they just say, "Here's all my surface rights. If you're interested in anything, you know, <laughs> shoot me." It, it basically we have this uh, we have a communications platform that's inside of it, and so that you talk back and forth, and and uh, that's how you get stuff done. That's super cool. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I have a a very base basic grasp of this, and uh, I think you've you've described it very well. How many uh, how many employees do you have now? Uh, we have, I think, twelve. Wow, that's that's incredible for just a couple of years uh, doing yeah. this. Yeah, so we have we have twelve. Um, we're looking to add thirteen and fourteen, both engineers. Uh, hmm. As a matter of fact, I think all of our hiring has been. In West Virginia, which is pretty exciting. Our our main um, chief technology guy is a West Virginia grad. So, oh, um, and my partner Luke is from from the Northern Panhandle, although he went to Babson. 
and now he lives in Pennsylvania. We still we still let him claim himself to be West Virginian. Yeah, that's a, that's super cool. Are you from West Virginia, Justin? Uh, I, pretty much. I was born in Fairfax, but I've been here since I was two. So I've been in Morgantown. And I left uh, between uh, undergrad and law school. I, I moved to the New York City metropolitan area for a year. Great experience. Then got into law school and then came back and never left again. Yeah, I, I love New York City uh, to visit. You know, like for three yeah, yeah. days, <laughs> I, I couldn't live there for a year. I, I mean, maybe I could. I don't know. But I, I, I love the city and uh, and and everything that it brings. And but I love I love West Virginia as well. I was born. Yeah, you you mentioned that uh, that Luke is. Uh, is up in Swickley. I grew up in a, a small town just across the river, uh, Hopewell, Pennsylvania. No, oh, yeah, never that is. Yeah. On the airport there. So, yep my uh, my my grand grand both my grandparents lived in Ambridge, which is the next town up from Swickley on the Ohio. So river. you're a you're a transplant, uh, yeah. a West Virginia loving transplant. I that's like that. Yeah. You should ask for the ten thousand dollars. <laughs> I know there's so many things that are like that, you know, all these incentives that are going, going around that are, that are pretty cool right now. What would you say, Justin, you've been, you've been uh, doing this company since uh, 2019 with RealX. What's, what's the best business moment you've had with this company so far? Oh gosh, there's been so many. Um, honestly, the, the first one was, Again, we funded it at the very beginning, and you could see when the the cost of building something, all of our people are internal, they have been, you know, since the jump. So the cost of building something is is a lot, right? And it, and it's and it's really weird for me because I'm used to building buildings and, and having like real estate. Yeah. And so when we were building something that didn't actually, you know, exist in the in the real, I guess, uh, it was interesting. And so the first time we went to Chicago and met with the Second Century Ventures people in the National Association of Realtors. Uh, we were at dinner, you know, gave them the old dinner pitch, which you can't do anymore. Um, yeah, yeah. But the guy said he liked it. And this is one of the most powerful people in real estate we were meeting with. And he goes, I really like this. And I'm like, yeah, there you go. All right. Legitimate <laughs> legitimacy. Here we go. Like it, it was really, it was really exciting. And then, and then now, we have these things called sprint reviews, right? So every couple of weeks, they show us what they've been building that we've talked about. I'm excited every couple of weeks. Well, I'm excited every day, but every couple of weeks when you're like, oh man, look at that. Like we talked about that and there it is. Wow. I mean, it's so cool to say, hey, I need this button to do this. I need these people to do this. And all of a sudden it's there, wow. right? We just did on our map, we're really map-based and we just put in all the transmission lines and all the flood zones and all this stuff. And it looks so good, right? Our map looks as good as Google, right? Which, so now we have something to compare to. Like I use Google Earth all the time. Well, now I actually use our map. <laughs> so it's it's really, it's really cool to see. And it's really cool. Every every time some new user experience thing comes out, it's just the coolest thing that I've ever seen. Now, is this an app? Is that how, how, how it typically works? Is it best to use it as an app or is it a, uh, is it a piece of, a website? I mean. It's, a, so it, it, it's a, it's so funny because, you know, again, here's my not technological term. They call it an app, right? The the tech guys, right? They call it an app. So I'm always thinking of apps on your phone, but it's not. It's yeah. an application. It's a computer application. It can be used on your phone, but it's much better on a on a laptop, you know, on a PC or a, a, I have a Mac, but it, it's much better used that way. Um, but again, if you think about going to Zillow uh, and 
almost the same thing. When you go to Zillow on a computer, not the same thing as Zillow, but it's the way it looks and feels and maps and yeah. moves around. Yeah, Ours is a little bit more, uh, actually, when you, when you think of stuff like that, we do parcels, right? Mm -hmm. If you, a lot of those things do little dots and say, here it is. Ours actually shows the shape of the parcel because when you're doing solar and when you're doing uh, wind, you need to know the exact shape so that you can yeah. plan out where you put stuff. Yeah, so. that's super cool. I yeah. use a, 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 I use an app called um, On X Hunt, and it's a hunting app. But I use it to uh, it, when you're when I'm driving on some of the back roads in West Virginia. I'm like, I wonder who owns that farm, and you could pull it up as, as long as you have Wi-Fi or internet, I should say. Um, you can it it does the same thing, kind of like a, a a parcel. It doesn't. It's not for what you're what you, what you're doing it for. But it's more or less to to uh, identify the property owner, you know, and I think that's kind of, kind of a cool thing. It, it, listening to your story about um, how, you know, being able to integrate uh, new uh, functions and features of your, of your app, quote unquote, uh, is reminds me back. I, when I first started my company in 2011, I started a, uh, a, a mobile app. I thought I was going to be this tech guy, you know, this tech entrepreneur and, um, Man, I did. I didn't know what I didn't know, and uh, it was called Thank the Monkey, and we had uh, mobile coupons. It was going to be like the thing that uh, that ended up becoming the um, the Groupon. Remember Groupon? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. even know if Groupon's still a thing, but we were we were launching like simultaneous to Groupon, but we had no funding. It was just you know me and my business partner just putting cash into to make this thing go, and. And we just ran out of gas before we could get the thing really to market. But it was such a cool concept. It was we prototyped it around here in in Montegalia and Marion counties. Uh, so it was pretty pretty neat, you know, kind of going through that. But just listening to you talk, that uh, excitement you must have, uh, f you know, in some of the best business moments that you've had since 2019. Take us to the place of your worst experience and tell us that story. Mm, in this <laughs> or. You could you could tell us any of your entrepreneurs. You know the the funny thing is is there's so many right <laughs> that I would classify yeah. as the worst experience yeah. right, right, right. And, and and this being an entrepreneurship podcast you know I would be it's amazing I'm 43 I bought my first place when I was in law school in 22 when I was 22 wow. and worst experiences are. You, you just gotta have thick skin yeah oh my goodness i mean even today like uh i mean you're in morgantown so i own bartini right it's it's that's a passion project right because i i was it was my eighth restaurant right and so uh the oil and gas was really slow and i asked my wife if i could buy bartini and she's like please get out of the house um so that's how that happened <laughs> and um but i love it and i love doing it and my worst experience is every time somebody leaves a bad review it makes me want to cry uh, yeah, but it, it, you do oh my gosh it's so funny because it, it, you really do you're like how could somebody come and say such bad things right to everybody else like I could never imagine doing that, right? I, um, you you got to love some of those websites, but then you also hate them at the same time. But worst experience, I, I mean, I guess it's anytime somebody doesn't like your idea, yeah, right? And it's going to happen, mm. you know? The, overall, like somebody doesn't like something you do and, and, and like Realex, I mean, we've been places and, and we pitched for money and people have said no, right? Now, the cool part is, is they said yes first, right? And we got a bunch of yeses. But then when you get that no, you're like, 
are we doing the right thing? Or, you know, you're always questioning yourself, but you got all those yeses, but it's like the yeses didn't matter when the no comes. And it just, you, and you just have to be prepared for that. You have to be prepared for, because it's inevitable. Somebody's not going to like it. It's like, um, you know, years ago, I used to play a lot of golf and, um, uh, you know, you, you're on the golf course and you're having a bad round and man, nothing's going right. And then you hit that one shot and you're like, that's why I play the game, you know, and that's right. The, yeah. the, the total opposite. Yeah. yeah. It's like in, in that in business too, right. You're, you're, you yeah. go through and you, you might have some, some naysayers out there that are, you know, bringing you down. You just gotta have thick skin, like you said, and, and push through that. And I think, uh, you know, I think that's kind of my takeaway from what you're saying there. Justin, I think your story is awesome. We're going to continue here in a second, but I just want to take a second to mention the sponsors for Positively West Virginia, and they include the State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. The support we receive from these West Virginia companies allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. Our guest today, once again, is Justin Byers. Justin is one of the founders of RealX. Uh, they're based in Morgantown, West Virginia. Justin, I want to jump back into it. What's the vision that you have for RealX long term? So the vision is just to 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 grow, right? So we have again, we're talking hundred thousand parcels. You know, the vision is to get to a million, and just RealX being that way to do that part of business. Yeah. And you do that a couple different ways, like naturally, like people coming on to RealX, but you also do that with partnerships, partnerships in technology are extremely important. Mm. And the thing about it is, is mistakes over time is you go to do partnerships with people and they're just like, oh, I'm just gonna steal this and try it myself. So we have made our own competitors <laughs> over time because we were talking to different companies and all of a sudden they were like, oh, we could do that. And mm. so we do make, you have to be careful because you do make competitors. But if you look at all your different apps and all, your, all the different stuff, on the internet, you always notice they do have partnerships. There's always somebody that they're working with. Yeah. And I think that's important to grow. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. I think so, that's... yeah. And, and that's, and the vision is really just, just to keep growing and, and um, you know, real X is what you use when you're going to look for solar or you're going hunting And it. And you know, that, that hunting app you were talking about, it's not that we want to take it away. We want that hunting app to be able to use a technology that we've created to make it better. Yeah. So, where you can say on that hunting app, I drove down the street and I can see who it is. We can connect you to that person. Yeah. See, I think that's, that's important. Cause when I asked you about your 32nd pitch, the very first word you said was connectivity. Mm -hmm. And that, that, right. that drew me in because that's the, that's the downfall of the one I mentioned, you know, and, uh, but it is so cool to be able to, and I guess, I guess with tech, you know, technology, what you're doing is leveraging information, right? You're taking right. all information, just data that's out there and putting it into a, an area with overlays and different things that people can say, oh, that's the owner. I'm going to connect with them. Right. Uh, I want to put a, you know, put a, a solar farm on this mountaintop or whatever. Yeah. And our connectivity. So, you know, I had said that one of our partners is uh, second, not partners, but one of our funders is Second Century Ventures. And it's an arm of the National Association of Realtors. You know, one of the big things we're doing is we're helping realtors realize um, a, a flow of money and profits that they've never had before. So yeah. they may have, say you're a realtor and you've sold a farm or you represent a buyer that's bought a farm. Well, then yeah. now that same realtor has the ability to say, hey, would you like to look at different ways to capitalize on your land, mm. right? And solar's big now. I mean, wind is, wind is interesting. 
um, uh, it, it's doing well, but solar is, 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 is really big, moving really fast. Yeah. And the land, the land, um, I guess the land grab and solar is now like it was with oil and gas 15 years ago. Really? That's fascinating. Oh yeah. It's crazy. Fascinating. Now, do you work with, um, the solar, um, the solar companies as well? The, the folks yeah. That- so there are, the, so, you know, as when you're connecting, it's a two-sided exchange. So we have all the solar companies and solar developers on one side. And then we have all the, you know, the landowners, the, the, uh, big companies like uh, uh, one of one, a great example of what we do is we have a really big oil and gas company that has all kinds of surface acres. Well, they put all their surface acres on there and now they're getting solar developers coming to them and going, Hey, I didn't know you had this. We'll take this, 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 and this, right? So it's really helping um, those kind of companies get hmm. into the, to the uh, renewable space. That's actually super cool i think you know if you've got yeah. you know if you're pumping out natural gas and then you're up on, on under the surface and then on the surface you've got solar energy that's that's uh that's a kind of like double dipping on your land right the real- oh there's a <laughs> there there's a there's a one that you know where the they wanted to do solar right totally covered in trees but good trees so they you know they timbered the trees and then did the solar Right. And timber is actually really interesting too. Like I didn't know when, when we first started, I didn't know much about timber, but it's a, what, what an interesting, you know, field and, and how they replant the trees and, you know, it's a renewable resource too, when done properly. It's really, neat. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That, that's, that's good stuff. What's Justin, what's one of the biggest challenges you face right now in growing your company? Um, this is a new way of doing business. Right. This is not the, the, the thing that everybody's done for the last 50, 75 years when you're talking, because you are talking about property. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know, I could have a hundred stories about how, you know, a five foot piece of property causes somebody to get shot. Right. So people love their land. Right. And so to think about taking land and your property rights and putting them on an exchange as a new way to do business, it, it's a tough sell. Right. Um, but again, it gro- it's growing fast and people are starting to get into it. And this is where competition actually helps you, because in the beginning, we were the only ones. Right. So when you're out there talking to these big companies saying this is what you should do, they're like, yeah, but you guys are like the only ones that do it. Why? You know, why would we do it now? We have competition. So we have multiple people telling the same company, hey, you should do this. So really, it's about in that mindset. It's about who do you like best? But yeah. That's which is interesting where competition actually helps you. Yeah. It, it's, you know, anytime you're disrupting, you know, a, um, an industry, right. It's going to, uh, it's going to be um, difficult, but, but also at the same time can be very lucrative. You know, it's so funny. You, you the disrupting, you use the word disrupting. When I first heard it, um, it's after we started the tech and it's like, Oh, you're disrupting an industry. And I'm like, well, I'm not trying to mess it up. I'm just trying to make it better, right? And they have a whole conference that's called Disruption Conferences. And I'm just like, it never, in, in my mind, I just, I just can't be like, well, wait a minute. I'm, I'm, I promise you, I'm not trying to mess it up. I'm trying to make the whole thing better. But they're like, that's not what we mean. We mean you're just doing it different. I'm like, I don't know. Disruptive just, you know. <laughs> it sounds bad. Just, yeah, right. Well, growing up, you know, going through uh, middle school, I was extremely disruptive. And it was not good. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I just, I just did that word. I just never, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. 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 That, I think that's uh that's, that's an interesting take on that for sure. 
Justin, what's one piece of advice you would give um, to entrepreneurs, young business people, especially thinking about an idea, thinking about, man, do I have what it takes to, to start a company? Do I have, you know, the wherewithal, the funding, all this, all the negative stuff. Maybe they're listening to the naysayers. What's one piece of advice you would give to entrepreneurs in West Virginia? Oh, okay. Um, well, first, one piece of advice. <laughs> um, your idea, start, start with your inner circle, right? vet it with them. And even if they don't like it, sometimes vet it with somebody else. But eventually, you'll get to people that you want to make sure you take all of your feedback as a whole, right? And then decide if it's really good. I can tell you that my wife, every time she says it's a bad idea, I have not done well. So I should take her advice more often. (laughs) Uh, But uh, you know, really vet it. We did, a, we did a lot of focus groups before we really started. We took a couple months and did a focus, focus groups with different industries. And we we're like, do you guys think this will help? Because we knew that, or, you know, with having Luke, Luke goes, this takes a lot, right? This is going to take a lot to do. And so he's like, let's bring people together. So we brought people together and did focus groups and yeah, really study it before you before you invest serious money into it make sure you study it because you're going to be so excited about it you're going to want to skip that step and every time i've skipped that step it you know you do have those failures right but the more you study and the more you do the better i think that's excellent you know I, i i often talk about um the proximity effect of just being around people that are that are being successful you know it's so uh easy to uh you know uh, our wives, you know, not included in this part of this conversation, but oftentimes we hear um, negative things and, and we get discouraged, you know, but, but sometimes, you know, we got to keep pressing. If, if, it, if, we, if it feels like in our heart that this is the thing we should be called to do, I feel like we should be, you know, pursuing it, you know, even if you hear, hear that first no, right. It's just like in sales, you know, I, I'm, I like, I made my career in sales before I started my company and still do sales, but and when somebody says no, <clears throat> I used to always say, well, it just means not now, you know, yeah, yeah. timing, timing is a big, a big thing. And I think about, um, you know, entrepreneurship, um, you know, we did a, we did a session on our mastermind uh, panel a couple of weeks ago on uh, franchise opportunities, you know, because that's an area where if you have an entrepreneurial drive, you want to own your own business. You don't necessarily have to have this, you know, genius idea uh, like Justin Byers had, right? You don't have to necessarily have this, you know, I have to find that one thing that nobody else has ever heard of. And I'm going to start my company. You could buy an existing business or you could buy a franchise, buy into Absolutely. a franchise. But getting started, I think, is is the key in surrounding yourself with your your inner circle, like you called it. I think that I love that, first of all. It could be your friends, it could be your trusted advisors. You know, I have a, an informal board of directors here, my accountant, my my financial guy, my insurance guy, and I've got a, a group of of close friends that I bounce ideas off of, you know. And I think that's that's really important. And my takeaway from what you're saying is, is that it's really not um, you don't have to go it alone, right? No, you're never alone when you do this. Yeah. <laughs> you're never alone. Yeah. You always have your friends. And it, it, but it, it, it extremely important not to have yes men and yes oh, women yeah. around, right? <laughs> you got to have ones that. Uh, that's where I go back to the wives, right? Because a lot of yeah, your friends yeah, they love yeah. being your friend. <laughs> I'm sorry, but your your wife she'll tell you. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, and that's and that's and that's one of the things you got to have people that that aren't afraid to tell you no, right? Yeah. I have great people that work for me, and I I always have, right? And the important part is, I always tell them like, tell me no, right? Mm -hmm. Tell me you can't do that. Tell me we shouldn't do that, right? Don't just say if I say something, don't just say yes, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's where we're all going to get in trouble. Yeah, you know, yeah. absolutely. I think that's that's very wise uh, counsel right there. What's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success, Justin? Uh, adapt. Hmm. You adapt to your surroundings and you adapt to the changes. Um, Relax in the last two years has taken on a huge change, right? Hmm. Um, it, it started out as one idea and it's morphed into this connectivity thing. Uh, but that's what we did over time. We're like, we know this is going to work. But as we, each time we meet with a client, each time we do something, we adapt to what they say or adapt to what's needed because you're never going to have all the answers when you start out ever. If you do, I want to be your partner and invest, but you have to adapt. And every day you wake up, you're like, okay, I'm ready. This is my day. And something changes and you adapt to that change. Right. I love that. It's uh, that's very good. I love that word, adapt. What's one book or even a podcast that you'd recommend for aspiring entrepreneurs? Oh, so there was one. <laughs> it's it's funny. I I can't remember too many of the names of the books, but there is uh, one where it it's called "It's Okay to Be the Boss." Um, I can't remember who wrote that book, but. It was a great book about being what it takes to be a boss, right? Yeah. Um, and what it takes to be a leader, because a lot of times people, when you put them in those positions, they're scared to, mm. to be the boss and take control. Yeah. Uh, and that book was really good because when you become an entrepreneur, one, you're your own boss. Yeah. And two, you're the boss of others who then are, you know, if you're successful, we're going to be the boss of others, right? Yeah. So you have to really instill... And, and really have to have that ability to, to, you know, to be the boss. Yeah. Right. Is that book by Bruce Tolgan? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. I've never read that, but, but it, uh, I, I just pulled it up as we're talking here. It's the, uh, the step-by-step -step guide to becoming the manager your employees need. Yeah. And I, love it. I can imagine, um, you said you, you, you bought your first company at the age of 22. Oh, <laughs> I wish I had that book back then. <laughs> You know, the funny, the funny thing is, is that, you know, I, I, first of all, I didn't know that that, uh, that you were that young when you first started your, your first company or bought your first company. That to me is pretty cool. You know, um, I, I admire that because that's a, uh, it takes a lot of guts, you know, as a young person uh, to, to start a company that, or buy a company that at that young age, but being uh, able to relate to young you know, maybe some people that are older than you when you're 22 and you're the owner of the company, oh, it, geez, uh, chances yeah. are you have people that are older than you that you've got to, uh, be the boss and it's okay to be the boss. So I love that. Yeah. That's super yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, it's funny. I mean, obviously I'm 43. So even now I still have people that are older than me, but sure. that's, that's dwindling by the minute. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, oh gosh. Yeah. Being 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 22 again and knowing what I know now, I would have done some stuff different. But I, it's funny I would do a lot the same because you learn you just learn so much every day, yeah. right? You really do, and you have to be, you know, as an entrepreneur, you just have to be, you just always ready, 
Right. I've had today like problems come up and I'm like, oh, that happened to me 15 years ago. Like, I can't remember what day, but I'm like, I know exactly what to do now. Like when, when something comes up, you know, usually when you're dealing with taxes and stuff, you're like, oh yeah, that happened to me. I remember I got audited for seven years straight. Like, you know, exactly. so, and do it and do it right. Oh yeah. If you do it right, there's the, the system, if you do it right, you don't have to cheat the system. Yep. Right. So yep. I always think that's important. I think it's important too. And I think there's, um, I don't think there's any get rich quick schemes. I think there's a lot of get rich slow schemes, you know, no, yeah. <laughs> but, but the, if you're trying to take shortcuts to get there, I don't think uh, that's, that's my personal opinion. Anyway. Yeah. You know, you gotta, you gotta, and obviously I wish I'd taken my own advice sometimes, but you know, you gotta try to live within your means and try to do stuff and take care of your people. Yep. You know, I am fit. I am hopeful and I, I believe this that all my people that all my key employees, they live a good life, right? Like they, I feel like I take good care of them and they live a good life. And that's, that's important because they're, they're your first line of defense, you know, and, and first line of offense really, you know? And yeah. so, you know, taking care of them is important. So when you bring somebody on um, like your first or second employee, you, you know, make sure you take care of them and listen to them. Yeah. That's great so. stuff. Justin, we've covered a lot in this interview. Is there anything else you think our listeners should know about RealX or about your story? We've covered a lot in this interview. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I, I, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, it, it's kind of fun fun to talk about. You know, I love it yeah. because, again, today we have another one of those sprint reviews we talked about earlier. So I'm so excited. Yeah. You know, kid in a candy store. Like my, my uh, chief technology guy, is, he's like, of all the people in the company, He's like, you get the most excited when you see this stuff, right? I'm like, yeah, because it's just so new, right? And everybody likes opening a new toy, right? You know, and, uh, but, you know, have fun, enjoy it. Because if you don't enjoy it, do something else, right? I love that. If you're an entrepreneur, you should like what you, you should really like what you do. Yeah. I always say I, I, I run to work every morning. You know, yeah. I, I get my truck and drive here, but literally I'm like running. You know, I can't wait to get to the, you know, to get to the building. I mean, I start work before I even get here, but I, I love it, you know, and that's, the, that's the way you've got to approach it, I think. And, and you know, honestly, life's short, you know, yeah. I lost a, a good, good buddy back in January. And uh, that was the first time I lost a close friend, you know, and uh, I, it just made me reflect on that 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 whole concept of our mortality and we've got to love what we do we got to make a difference while we're here on earth you know is i agree the clock's ticking man and we want to if we want to have significance and and make an impact in our state and our in our community in our business we gotta we gotta run we can't sit around and wait so i think that's i really like the fact that you you know that i'm in west virginia i feel like I've, I've done been successful in west virginia and i would never want to go anywhere else i mean some places are nice to visit yeah. Uh, but you know, this is, you, this podcast is a, is a great example of making an impact because if I can convince people to stay in West Virginia, I will, I mean, yeah. call me, I'll get you to stay. That's awesome. You know, if you're like, I want to move, there's no reason to move a business anywhere. You can manufacture here. You can do technology or internet works most of the time, you know? Yeah, yeah <laughs> so. exactly. Exactly. In closing, Justin, uh, how can our listeners learn more about real X and perhaps even get in touch with you? 
Oh, yeah. So uh, our website is realx.io. It's getting a really cool remake. So it doesn't have very much on there. It's, it's amazing how it's such a big platform, but our website is very basic. So, but it's uh, realx.io. And if you're in Morgantown, uh, I'll probably be standing around Bartini in the evening sometime. So you can always come to Bartini and ask me a question, buy a steak, do whatever you want, you know. Uh, but yeah, leave a good review. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Leave a good review for sure. That's awesome. Bad ones make me cry. Don't make me cry, please. Well, that's uh, yeah, exactly. Justin, uh, it's been a real honor to have you on the show today. I think uh, what you're doing is really great. I've learned a lot from you and just, uh, I just want to encourage you to keep up the the great work, man. Hey, you too. I'm now I'm going to be an avid listener to this podcast. I'm <laughs> going to go back and listen to them all. All right. right? Yeah. Hundreds. <laughs> well, it's going to take me some time. <laughs> when, when you're out on a road trip, you know, it makes, makes for right. uh, interesting guy uh, actually on the this summer on the lake I'll, you'll hear me listen to the podcast going up and down the lake you'll be like wait is that me <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome i appreciate you man well folks that's a wrap on another episode of positively west virginia positively west virginia is brought to you by the state journal wvnews.com and interaction media as we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the mountain state just like justin byers of real x in morgantown west Virginia. Our hope is that we in some way equipped and inspired you with this business story. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website at positivelywv.com. And of course, we appreciate your comments and encouragement as well. And we also appreciate your sharing this on uh, your social media channels and positive reviews like Justin was talking about. That always helps as well. And be sure to check out our weekly show, the Positively West Virginia Small Business Mastermind, every Friday from 11 a.m. to noon, where we bring a panel of business experts from around the state each week to help small business leaders win. Positively West Virginia is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can learn more about our mission of advancing small business and entrepreneurship in West Virginia at PositivelyWV.com. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia.